Do you love decorating your home with your personality and showing people who you are as soon as they enter the room? But maybe it's just so difficult to find what you were looking for. Maybe some Pokemon card coasters. Or maybe even some Totoro miniature vases. Hell, maybe even a Star Wars Rebel logo canvas for your wall. Well, luckily for you, us over here at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks have teamed up with Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T to give you what you've been looking for. Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T has opened up her Etsy shop where you can decorate your home and yourself with your favorite nerdum, from anime to Disney animations or even mythical creatures. If you are looking for it, Tiny T from Nerdy Crafts has got it. You can find Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T by searching Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T on Facebook and Etsy or by clicking the links provided to you on the Level Nut with Benjamin Banks podcast page. Also, make sure you use the code LEVELINGUP at checkout to save yourself 10% off your purchase. That's code LEVELINGUP at checkout to save yourself 10% off. Decorate your home with Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T today. Hey, what's good, everybody? You are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks with me, your hero, Benjamin Banks. And joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Trav. How you fellas doing today? Hey. Peachy baby. Peaches and cream. Hey, you know for the both of us. Peaches okay. and cream. Oh, I'm I'm happy. You know, I'm always excited when we have a new episode come mm-hmm. out. Uh, you know, we've been having some really, really incredible guests up here. And uh, I, you know, I feel truly honored. I feel honored uh, where we are right now. And, uh, you know, I appreciate all the guests that have come on and have joined the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks family. And uh, today, we have another incredible guest. This is a voice actor whose DMs I slid in, and uh, he was just like, hey, let's set this up. And that is Mr. Alex Mine. And uh, let's go ahead and give him a call. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsors here at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Golden Ink Tattoo. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard, Portsmouth, Virginia, for all your nerd-related tattoos. Leading the area, that is Miss Denise and her team. If you call over there and you mention leveling up banks, you get 10% off your tattoo. That number is going to be 757-465-1010. Call them today. Ain't nothing many about that gun, bro. Better watch out. That's right. Watch Let them know, D. <laughs> Take you know, easy, I always wonder, like, why it was called a minigun <laughs> for a gun that's so big. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never, I never, I never knew. But it's it's not about the size. It's not the size of the gun that is many. It's the power that matters. No, right? that's, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know. Where, where were you going with this, Trav? I'm it's talking about the why they call it. A, yeah, it's the size of the bullets, dude. It's not the size of the gun that they gets the name mini from. Oh, well, I never knew. I mean, well, Trav, you know, you are a weapon. Guy, you know, we're here talking about it's not the size of the gun. It's the power. It's the trying power. To be, I'm the sword this collector. Dude, this dude tried to hit me with a Captain Planet quote. <laughs> I, well, I, well, I was thinking, I was actually thinking of uh, Lemillion from My Hero Academia. Okay. I said power, you know what I'm okay. saying? I'm sure. You know, hey, he be letting that, that sound, man. Hey, he and, let that thing go, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, joining us today on uh, this interview is professional voice actor Alex May. How are you doing today, Alex? I'm doing good. Thanks hey, for having hey, me, man. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right Thank you for joining us, man. Uh, you know, it's always a pleasure when we have, you know, guests come up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, and we always look forward to 
uh, hearing their stories and letting their fans get to know who the person is behind the voice. So thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I also, I have to just say, you guys have some cool stuff in your background, some cool memorabilia. Thank you. What's some of your favorite stuff you see in? Okay, well, first of all, like my eyes just keep going to it is the pictures of uh, Huey Riley and and Grandpa. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I'm pretty excited for the new season of Boondocks, but like kind of curious how they're going to do it without John Witherspoon. Right. So, yeah, rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, man. Man, I'm just jealous. I, I have like no memorabilia. <laughs> so I got I see a bunch of stuff back there. Yeah, oh, man. This is- <laughs> Let me ask you real quick. Have you seen Invincible? I have. Okay. You now you saw the season finale, right? Yes. yes. See, all you need to just say is lights on, and then we'll see everything. <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. That's right. We've been, water, been drinking man. that tap water. That's why we can't see. <laughs> that's why we can't oh, see. Uh, so, geez. Alex, every time we have a guest up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, we always want to know what is your origin story. Let all of the listeners know who you are. So my origin story is um, I was born in Florida, you know, like the dangly part of America. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, and so basically I grew up there. I was born and raised there. And uh, growing up, my parents were like, you're going to be a doctor or you're going to be a lawyer or mm-hmm. a psychologist. Yep. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <And then laughs> I uh, ended up going to the University of Florida and I took three years of uh, psychology classes. And I... Um, I took a class that was called psychology, uh, or was it um, count, psych, uh, counseling for psychology? Okay. And uh, that was a lie. It was actually uh, like they called it that, but it was psychology of suicide. Right. And that was <laughs> way heavier than I was expecting, way heavier right. than, I, than I was really into. And I was like, hey, I'm realizing now that like psychology is not for me. I love learning about it, but that's not really my career path. Right. And so I basically spent the last year and a half of, of college basically doing as much theater as I could, filling it up, trying to get a minor and basically just like jump diving into performance because I'd always really liked uh, like stand up. I'd always really liked just kind of performing. And um, so basically graduated from the University of Florida and I was like, Florida sucks. I don't know where I want to go. <laughs> And so I was either going to go to like California, New York, or, uh, and maybe even Texas. And so uh, I got grandparents who actually live a little bit north of, north of Dallas. So my mm. parents were like, it made my parents feel a lot easier if I moved to Dallas. So I ended up moving in 2014. Mm. Uh, from here, uh, I moved and I basically just, you know, started taking more classes, try to get, you know, my foot in the door and like, oh man, like, I'm not like, of, of a lot of my peers, like of the younger people, like my, my timeline is way longer than theirs, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved here in 2014. I got my first session at Funny in 2015. I got my second session in 2016. I got my third session in 2017. Like, it was Jeez. a long, it was a slow, right. slow yeah, process. It was a slow burn. Yeah. Very man. slow. Yeah, that's, and, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's, I mean, you know, it's funny because some, some people, like, I know who are like, God, I've been here since 2019, and I only get, I only get called in once a month. And I'm like, dude, that's, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yo, that's good. You're, yeah, you're doing thankful. great. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. It's, and um, so basically just been, you know, slowly building up stuff, you know, getting 
you know, submitting here and there, trying to get my credits up, try to, you know, keep on working more. So, yeah, man, awesome. hey, everybody's journey's different. Exactly. You exactly. know what I mean? And, yeah. um, yeah. You just, you just have to be grateful, man. I mean, you know, back when I was wrestling, that was one of the things where it's just like some guys, they always thought that uh, once they got their foot in the door, that they would be getting booked consistently. But it's, it's not like that. It's just like, you know, sometimes you do have to play the waiting game. Sometimes it is word of mouth. Sometimes it is who you know. For, uh, for some people, it is really who you know. But, uh, you know, always. E- even, even if you aren't getting booked consistently, you know, you stick with it. And like how you did, Alex, it's just like, you know, you went in there the first time and you had to wait another year. Then you had to wait another year. And now it's starting to get better. It started to get more consistent. And like now you're doing big roles and stuff like that, man. Thank you, um, man. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, you know, I wanted to, you know, jump on uh, because we're huge My Hero Academia fans. I mean, you see, I got all my right here. I got all the pops and everything like that. Where? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... White? It's uh, you know, I'm sorry, sorry, Trav. You made uh, made me, you made me forget what I was. Nah, gonna say. hey, don't blame me. Get on, get <laughs> no, back on that like, train, like right? Me, that train you be talking about. Get back on the train. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I'm at the, I'm at the head of the train right now, man. It's just like you, you had me stumbling on it's, what I was trying me, to say. It's not me. It's the Rengoku. But uh, anyway, what I was trying to get at is that uh, you voice manga on Fukudashi, I believe that's his name, on mm-hmm. uh, My Hero Academia season five and like i said we're huge fans like were you a fan of the series uh before you got the role on my hair academia yeah um so i uh you know this is like maybe take it takes away some of my uh my dubbing cred but like i don't <laughs> watch as much anime as i read manga i mm-hmm. am a huge manga fan in general okay uh, like i would like man through high school i would just like lose sleep i would just be like i'm not sleeping tonight because i'm just gonna read manga Mm -hmm. and like i just uh so when my hero came out i was following it weekly yeah and i um i don't know something i think like like just a life event happened and i stopped reading it pretty early on but i was like this is a good good uh, like series i need to keep up with it and i just kind of like dropped it (laughs) but it happens happens. you know it's 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 on my list it's on my list of like series to keep reading series to start watching you know so but yeah nice. i i've liked it i th- like i remember reading it and this is about around the time i think when like i maybe i'm getting my time mixed up but when like Nar- naruto was ending bleach was kind of yeah. getting canceled and i was like this is gonna be the next big three man like this is yeah. this is good yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. Took, now you got your time i, I want to say that was right? what 20 2015 2016 when uh when i think naruto ended in 2016 right? yeah naruto ended in yeah that sounds right okay and then bleach ended what 2014 2015 yeah i think a little i think bit they before. canceled it yeah they canceled it time. yeah it didn't yeah. even end they just canceled man it. Yeah. the fact that the fact that kubo had to an axe oh sorry the fact that kubo axed it oh that's, uh-huh well hey it's rough no hey well look i mean it's coming back now the anime is coming back and, but not uh, really though because again they're skipping they're they're just doing this uh they're not picking up where they left off what are they doing just a wrap-up no they're picking up with um it's like a final arc the ten thousand war arc oh, yeah okay, and they're, okay. they're just oh. doing that so you got the that Quincy's gap and stuff yeah we yeah. So you got that gap in between got it hopefully they release a movie or something so that way it uh you know catches i mean do you really need it yeah, I mean, me. well, I mean, because it's, it's the same thing like with uh, Promise Neverland, 
where it's like season two came out and then it's like they just skipped a bunch of stuff and that really pissed off a lot of fans because it's just like I've been reading the manga since it came out and Mm -hmm. I've been patiently waiting to watch the anime and you're telling me that everything that I was waiting to finally see animated doesn't get animated at all y'all just skip over the entire thing so I mean maybe they might do that for Bleach I mean you got to remember Bleach it was popular at one point and hopefully this does uh you know revive the franchise and maybe uh we get something new out of it get that new live action going <laughs> oh hey chill with the live action trial <laughs> chill with the live action uh, we're good on that trial yeah we're good <laughs> on that we're good on that alex so you're voicing manga on my hero academia uh this is the second round of class 1a versus class 1b mm-hmm. uh going into it like your your group the character you voiced they won now before this did you think that uh your group was gonna win uh so from like a narrative standpoint, I was like, well, if if class 1A won the first battle, then like class 1B narratively should probably win the second one. Mm-hmm. But also it's like looking at the the teams, it was like Yayo Rosu's team. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, this is a this is a pretty strong <laughs> set of people. So yeah, I uh I was I was pretty like pretty excited to watch like, oh hey, one one beast kind of hitting back, kind of clapping back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I thought for sure they were going to win only because there was just no way they were going to let Class 1A completely sweep Again. 1B yeah, like every, yeah. single, mm-hmm. every single match. And yeah. honestly, I don't see Deku's team losing. So yeah. I was like, of course, hey, he's if, the main character. If, if anybody's going to win, it's got to be that squad right there. And, you mm-hmm. know, they took care of business. And it was a clean sweep, too. Yeah. Clean they took sweep. Out, they, they took everybody took out. out. Um, I got my girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they took they took everybody out, man. You know, it's just it's cool that uh you know that you got the opportunity to voice that character, and not only that, but uh you voice somebody who won. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, <laughs> I want to go back to you know a, a previous character, two previous characters that you had voiced, and that was on Dragon Ball Super, where you were in the Tournament of Power. And both of your characters, they got eliminated like that in the snap of a finger. So, yeah. you know, you were able to redeem yourself. I don't <laughs> know. Rub it in. I, I don't know if, here uh, rubbing it in. I don't know if you connect like, uh, you know, characters that, you know, win or lose. It's like, yeah, I lost this time, but hey, I won here. But uh, yeah, like, how was that, you know, being in Dragon Ball Super? I mean, you know, Dragon Ball, it was one of the, you know, biggest animes, still one of the biggest animes of all time. And you know, you got to voice characters on the Revive series. How was that? Uh, it was it was wild, man. Like, so uh, part of, like, this, I should have mentioned it in my background, um, but I grew up in a very, very strict household. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, no TV, no video games on weekdays. Uh, on weekends, you can, you can watch two hours. Uh, mm. But after, only after you study for two hours first. Yeah. Wow. Like, real strict stuff. Um, that really didn't start kicking in until about middle school. So like in elementary school, I was able to watch Dragon Ball, like just on Toonami. Yeah. And that was that was my jam. So like getting to 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 kind of go in and record for it, that was really cool. That was I um I try my best to like not fanboy in, in sessions and try to <laughs> try to keep it to myself and be like, oh yes, yeah, I'm I'm professional, but like that was a, that was hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Um, we had Brian Overa up here, and 
he was telling us when uh, they got to choose the characters in the Tournament of Power, like there was like this chart and you just chose what characters were available. Now, were these the two characters that you saw and you was just like, they look awesome. I want to voice these characters. So, um, you know, what's actually really funny is that uh, <laughs> Brian was in the session directly after me. So as I was leaving, he was going in. <laughs> so that's really funny. It's a small world. But um, so uh, actually the director, Raleigh, uh, that chart does exist. It's a, it was a huge chart with a ton of names and a ton of faces. On right. it. Yeah. But he was basically just like, hey, I'm going to give you these guys. And I was like, hell yeah. I'll yeah, take yeah. It. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't really choose, but like, I'm glad, I'm glad to get the guys I got. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's like, I mean, like you're a part of history. I mean, like that's too part of history. Big yeah. series that, that you've been in now, My Hero Academia and Dragon Ball Super. I want to kind of rewind back to when you first got your, uh, you know, first acting gig at Funimation. Like what was the first role that you had did and how was it going into that? It was uh, the first thing I ever did at Funimation was uh, Bits and Walla. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys know, but just for anyone who's listening and doesn't know, Bits and Walla are uh, like Walla is like background. Any kind, anytime you have a crowd or an outside scene and they're just people playing in the playground that they're not seeing and you don't really hear what they're saying, but you know they're saying stuff. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Walla. Bits are any, any characters that aren't named like incidentals like a, if a pirate yells like get him like you know that's that's a bit um so yeah. i went in for a bit and walla session for one piece and i actually uh i wasn't credited <laughs> yeah and it was it was cool it was like um i had never done adr before and so that's mm -hmm. it's pretty wild like they you know the the director was like um hey you know we're gonna we're gonna kind of take it slow but even taking it slow for a newbie is crazy fast because you basically yeah. go in, you see a script, and then you just see like a bunch of lines, like just a line that you have to say. It is like, okay, we're going to watch the J. And then you watch it happen in the J. And then he goes, great, now that we've seen it in the J, do it in English now. Right. And it's like no rehearsal, nothing. You just kind of go for it. And so it was, it was cool. It, it, it's something you definitely get used to. But like the fast pace was, it's like, it's kind of exciting. Right. It nice. kind of reminds me of that um, quote. That's it. The quote is something like, um, put yourself in uncomfortable situations until you're comfortable being uncomfortable, pretty yeah. much. And mm. it, it just kind of sounds like that, like you're pretty much in like a pressure cooker, like especially, you know, again, your first, second, third session is, mm -hmm. is a bit nerve wracking. So, can you feel like all eyes are on you? You know, mm -hmm. you got to do well. And it, it's crazy too, because One Piece has a lot of background stuff. Unlike yep. a lot of other anime, there's a bunch of background characters yeah, constantly. Right. Yeah, oh, people yeah. everywhere all the time. And they're always seeing goofy stuff. And Correct. like, it just makes me think the more that we converse with you guys, like, what kind of goofy stuff is going on in the studio? Cause like when they're all cheering and stuff, they'll be like, hooray and mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. And somebody will say a goofy line. And I don't know, man, it's just, it humors me now. Yeah. Like uh, doing Walla is some of my favorite stuff because it's like, I mean, like, of course I love getting characters and it's like, Hey, you, you can really chew on it and have like a, like, a, like kind of a progression or with that character. But like, Walla is really fun in that, like, it's just pure improv. And my background is a ton of improv. Yeah. So it's just super chill to just, like, 
hey, for the next minute and a half, we're just going to talk about whatever is villagers, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny. Like, hey, as Banks says, it's like chilling at the max. Chilling at the max. Exactly. <laughs> now, Alex, I wanted to ask you, you know, you brought up growing up in a strict household and stuff. So was reading manga, was that first off, was that part of like a privilege? Ah, so, so my parents were, were, uh, they liked that I read. And yeah. so, um, I, uh, like, they didn't really like consider or think about what I, what I was reading. Yeah. So that I was able to freely just read manga <laughs> as much as I wanted online. So now the second part to that is what were some of your favorites once you got into it? Cause I wasn't oh, sure how man. early you were able to start, you know, diving into it. Man, so like you can give us three, you know, I nothing crazy. One of my one of my um man, I, I can go off on manga for a long time, but one of my first mangas that I read was Rama One Half. Nice. Mm-hmm. And nice. then uh I did read the Dragon Ball manga mm. and then the Dragon Ball Z manga. Nice. And then like, man, there's like there's some that are like I'm just gonna list off just a bunch of manga that I, I let's love. do it. Let's do yeah, it. Let us know, man. So we get popcorn. We'll you know, yeah, we'll <laughs> let you know if we read it or not. So, Alex, um, I double dog dare you. <laughs> I triple dog dare you. Beezlebub, um, uh, Angel Densetsu. Oh, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said Beezlebub. I remember that. That was in a Kira Toriyama manga, right? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't think it was the Kira Toriyama. It was the. It was like a high schooler. And like he gets a baby that's like the son of Satan <laughs> right. that he has to yeah. take care of. It was like a gag manga. Okay, no, um, you know what? I remember what it was. That was uh, Sandland that Toriyama uh, did. Mm. Okay, sorry about that. No problem. Um, yeah, uh, Angel Densetsu, uh, Veritas, um, Breaker New Waves, Breaker. Um, what else is there? I read a lot of martial arts. If, 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 if any of these are ringing a bell, I've read a lot of martial yeah. arts. Nice. Um, ah, shoot. Now that I'm on the spot, I'm like, I can't remember. Yeah, anything. I hate that. It's okay. <laughs> hey, you, got, you gave us a few. So, that's right. Did you, did you ever read any Yu Yu Hakusho? Yeah, I was going to uh, So Yu Yu Hakusho is actually, I uh, watched it. Um, mm-hmm. that was another one of those shows that I was like growing up. I was like, yo, this is great. Like, yeah, anime's, it was anime's awesome. And like, even now, I'm just like, man, that was like some, some of the dubs back in the 90s were a little shaky, but right, that yeah. is rock solid dub. Yeah, absolutely. Now, while we're, while we're here, Alex, I also want to ask you, did you have a chance when you were coming up to watch Ronin Warriors? Mm. Ronin Warriors. Um, I don't think I have. Okay, okay, because me and Banks go back and forth about some... You're on the uh, search to find yeah, out who's yeah. seen this. Some people, you know, <laughs> hasn't, get any, hasn't seen it. Yeah, it doesn't get any love. You've never tried to, Trav, or is it just... I didn't even hear about it until Banks brought it up to me like a year how, ago. How, Banks? Yeah, it's how? Like, it's crazy. I, well, and well, then I started I mean, watching it, and I was like, this is really dated. I'm kind of good it is. It. it is dated. Like, it is, Now, but, Trav... Now, I'll say that, uh, and this goes to you too, D, because I never mentioned it to you, mm-hmm. but when I watch Ronin Warriors and I listen to the intro, it sounds like it's a, a song that you would hear on South Park, because it's like, he's not good to me this morning. No joke. I'm just like, how's it go? I like this one. Hold on, how's it go? 
Powers in the armor. Yeah, he sung it to me this morning. I was like, "Do you need to do that?" It's like ten in the morning. I'm like, bro, that's what they do in the song. I mean, like if you if you listen to it, it sounds like because you know how they when they sing songs on South Park, it's just like, yeah, 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 it's probably one of the worst openings. I think so, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was kind of similar to uh, you know matter, a right. lot of the Deke openings where uh, yeah. uh, it's like they it's weren't they weren't as good. But thankfully, when four kids came around, those we openings got, we got were the hot jams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were slapping when we got those. But I mean, D, it's when you say Ronan Warriors and how like a lot of people don't uh, know about yeah. it. The same mm-hmm. thing can be said about Outlaw Star, Alex. I don't know, like, were you a fan of Outlaw Star? No, I, so basically, like, when I was younger, I was, like, Dragon Ball all the way. That's <laughs> so, how some like, people were, and there was yeah, no Dragon problem Ball with sweet. that. Yeah. So, Outlaw Star would come on, like, right after or right before, and I'd be like, oh, I don't know what this is. I don't care. Yeah. Hey, was, like you said, you were you were more into grounded stuff, like martial like arts martial arts and stuff. And, stuff, and that's yeah. fine, man. It's pretty sweet. So Yeah. So, I mean, to keep it on the martial arts train, who are some of your favorite martial artists? Oh, um, come on. Like, Bruce Lee is obviously mm-hmm. going to be number on, one. He's a goat. He's one of them. He's a goat, yeah. yeah. Had he not um, passed, Bruce Lee was a bad man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm going to list off all the all the, the classics like Jackie Chan, Jet yeah. Li. Hey, but they're all good in their own respect. And all okay, their well, movies are fire. Yeah, yeah, well, okay, well, if we, if there was a battle to the death, and your favorite martial arts. Here we arts. go, Trav. Buckle we up, know Alex. the answer, but we know the answer. Uh, who, who would you choose to win? Like, I mean, it's kind, of, it's just like death battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, who uh, are you going to choose to win? Here we go. So, like, I feel like I, I'm like I, I'm a fan of a lot of like movie stunt martial artists, mm-hmm. okay. and I feel like Bruce Lee is like the only actual like. Well, the like, thing that makes badass. I think the thing that makes Jackie Chan dangerous is his his his, his improv. Yeah, he's able to improvise. Yeah. He can use anything. Any and weapon. he knows martial arts. So yeah. it's like, I think that's dangerous. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't know, man. So like, there's, there's a scene in, I think, Game of Death where Bruce Lee is mm-hmm. like, sneaking around at night. Yep. And like, I swear, like, I don't like, I think it's in that, it's in that movie where he's just walking around and there's a, there's a fence that goes up to basically his neck. Mm-hmm. And like, yep. he just walks up yep. to it one hand, and this smooth, That's just, right? Just puts himself over it without missing a beat. And I'm just like, yo, this guy could, this guy could kill him. Yeah, that, that's a part of him, you know. People talk about his physique, but that has a lot to do with it. Right. He's absolutely. so light, and you know, muscle, muscle weighs more, you know. Yeah. And you know, you get tired, he'll start tagging. Well, and hey, that one punch was a the one inch punch was a yeah. real thing. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It wasn't just mm-hmm. gassed up for movies. It yeah. was legitimate. like this man hit you real quick and it Mm -hmm. was strong dude it's kind of like he's kind of like an anime character almost (laughs) in real life Mm -hmm. now you know something that i loved about dragon ball and this is something that you still see in the movies and whatnot Mm -hmm. are bruce lee techniques like remember in resurrection f when goku was fighting against frieza he he did the one punch yeah you know what i'm saying and it was it was bad that's how how he did it there was something in Dragon Ball uh, Battle of Gods. I, I can't remember what it was, but Goku did another Bruce Lee technique. And, you know, it just goes to show you, like, how impactful 
you know, somebody was where it's just like, you know, their techniques are still used in anime or, yeah. uh, you know, like um, sometimes you'll watch anime and like you'll see references and stuff like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, for example. Like there are a lot of JoJo references and a lot of anime. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Bruce, it's possible that Bruce Lee could be a JoJo reference for all we <laughs> I think it's the other way around. Bruce Lee is like Michael Jackson. Right. He was able oh, I'll, to I'll give you that. I'll he was able that. to take gotcha. anybody from all cultures, all backgrounds, all races, yep. and bring them together, dude. Like yep. everybody loves Michael Jackson. Everybody loves Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's an icon. Matter, dude, yeah. an icon. Doesn't matter where you grew up, how you grew up. Dude. Everybody, right. knows everybody who he loves is. Bruce, Bruce. International Bruce. icon. Hmm? But it's I'm like oh, I, I saw stories, excuse me, Banks, <laughs> but like I saw stories and stuff like of him going to different dojos and right. wanting to fight the best student. And it's just like, he was an interesting person yeah, to say the least. So yeah. it's like the stuff, you know, you read about and stuff, but he was like really doing it. Yeah. It's, it's he's just really funny. doing it. Yeah. yeah. He's an yeah. anime character. That's why I'm saying like, it's cool that, you know, like I said, we still see um, his moves and, uh, you know, he's still referenced in so many. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. All over the place. Exactly. Uh, you know, video games, animes. I mean, the Mortal Kombat movie, the Mortal Kombat movie just came out. And, uh, you know, whenever you see Liu Kang do the bicycle kick, you know, you <laughs> automatically think of Bruce Lee. Like, I love how you started and, laughing. And, Alex, and, 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 and Law from Tekken. Law, uh-huh. Law, he does so, the kick. Oh, yeah. And, and Fei Long from Street Fighter. Yeah. So I just um, want to know why you brought up MK. My man started laughing. Bro. Because I was going <laughs> to ask Alex, how did he uh. feel about... How did you feel about like did you I'm watch laughing. the new Mortal Kombat movie? So I did. Um, I watched it. And so this is also coming from a uh, I'm not really I, I don't know much about Mortal Kombat okay. at all. Like I I'm familiar with names, but like I haven't played the games, I haven't seen anything else. And so um, but of video game movies, it's probably the best one out there, but it's still like I don't like it as a movie. Absolutely. I don't like yeah. it. I like the original better. It's sure. just it's yeah. too serious now to me. Yeah. It's like the original, the '95 one was just like it was corny, but it was it was Mortal Kombat to me. You know? Yeah, they they like, try to they try to make it super serious while also like adding stuff that makes yep. it silly for no reason and yep. like like can't talk were, too much. Oh oh yeah, I actually like I have to minutes. say when people tell me that Kano is like the best part of the film, I'm like really because <laughs> he he's like. Oi, Harry Potter. Yeah. And then just like, <laughs> just look at you like, okay, like, cool. You made a reference, man. Yeah. 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 He, had he two, was full two back of back. He yeah, had two back-to-back sombrero lines, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. We yeah, he, on, I know he made, he made an MC though. Hammer uh, reference. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on the it's actor, just, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, 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 he, it's, it's the he writing. did the best he could, yeah, but yeah, 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 the writing is a problem. Also, like, the thing that really annoyed me was, like, the entire time, the fights are so slow. They're just like so that. so slow. And then like the last fight uh, is like I'm not gonna spoil anything, but like the no, last go fight. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you guys. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, Sub Zero versus Scorpion. It's like an it's a it's a good fight. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, like wow, the last twenty good. minutes. And if they could have had that kind of even intensity and speed and like like it's like oh it feels like impactful. Yeah. On, on like on the hits and stuff then like it would be better but like yep. man. i agree yeah. and they made a character like, for no reason i feel like the reason why i was kind of slow was because 
you had Cole there, and then you had Cole's family there, and yeah. it, it didn't feel as impactful like it like it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it didn't feel fast paced. I still feel like Cole was a character that wasn't really needed. Like you really didn't need Cole, but yeah. I understand why they put him in the movie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, between Mortal Kombat and Demon Slayer, which I enjoyed Demon Slayer way more because it was a lot of stuff oh, that came out. That's comparing apples and oranges. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna yeah. say, man, when like yep. that weekend was a busy weekend. You had Mortal Kombat, you had Demon Slayer, you had Invincible, and you had Falcon and Winter Soldier. And out of the four of those that came out, Mortal Kombat was at the bottom of my list. Out of yeah. the four things that came uh, out, yeah, but, good choice. Uh, it's it's crazy because I know me and Trav we had talked about how you know which which movie was going to come out on top in the box office was it going to be Mortal Kombat or was it going to be Demon Slayer and Mortal Kombat beat Demon Slayer I want to say by it was like uh, six million or something it was like it was close it was like nineteen and twenty no 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 Demon Slayer racked up like fifteen point five not not opening weekend yeah. Because I, I know or like maybe open a day. Mortal Kombat racked up like twenty three, did open a day. Yeah, but Demon wow. Slayer was close. But I know like the the following week, uh Demon Slayer ended up out closing the gap. Well, yeah, but yeah, it, it beat Demon Mortal Slayer Kombat. you also couldn't watch on the streaming service like you could on HBO Max. So that's true too. It yeah. still beat it opening again. We're talking about a real movie versus an anime movie over here in Japan. <laughs> Well, I mean, over here in America, dude. Yeah, but I mean, bro, like, look like how many animated movies yeah, beat, out, beat out real movies, like you say, Trav. I mean, it, it happens. <laughs> when? There, when we there get off the air, we're going to talk about real movies, Trav. <laughs> quote, unquote, yeah. real movies. Yeah, there's been animated movies that have, you know. No, I just meant out. movies that are more acceptable to a larger audience. Anime know, is a I'm niche just, thing. Yeah, I'm just. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm just but, busting uh, his balls. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, hey, Alex, as you see, like sometimes we snowball up here. Oh, no, on, it's uh, great. On the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, I kind of wanted to rewind it back to, you know, before you got into voice acting and, you know, you were doing stand up comedy and, you know, improv. Now, I did a little bit of stand up comedy myself, and I always thought that it was fun. I feel like it was way harder doing stand up comedy than it was talking on a microphone in the ring uh, to a crowd of people because it's just like with that crowd of people that you're talking to in the ring, they're either going to boo you or they're going to cheer you. Whereas with stand-up comedy, it's just like if your jokes aren't hidden, it's just going to be over. crickets. It's over. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, man. So do you have any uh, you know, stories of you know, when you were doing stand-up comedy? Yeah, was your you fly like ever down when you were on stage? <laughs> so, yeah, like, did you ever have to beat up a heckler or anything like that? <laughs> no, on? fortunately not, man. Uh, so with stand-up, I, um, I still like writing it, but, like, man, like, you've done it, too. Like, the, just open mics and that kind of stuff is draining. Yeah. I, I, I didn't get too far in stand-up because I basically discovered improv immediately after, and I was like, this is a lot more fun for me. Yeah. But, uh, uh yeah stand up like if you're if you're you're having a good night oh man it feels great it's 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 the like a highest of highs uh but if you're bombing oh that's the lowest of lows <laughs> like <laughs> that like oh. no one can save you and you're just in there and like and i think something to be said about when you're talking about like uh when you're uh on a microphone in a ring or or to a to a big audience is that like you're part of the show and and everyone is there and having a good time where I feel like a lot of, unless you're like a big name in stand-up, a lot of times people are, are looking at you like, prove to me that you're funny. Right, yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and, 
And it's like, even if you made them laugh the first, you know, with your first joke, they're like, all right, prove it well, again. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then it's like, if you mess up once, hey, this guy's not funny. <laughs> and it's yeah. just, yeah, uh, it, it can be rough, man. Like I, um, yeah, I, I found with my schedule, I was like, especially like, hitting open mics constantly. Like I, it was unsustainable for me to be like, hey, I'm going to go sign up at seven. The open mic starts at 730. I don't get on until 1130. Yeah, and I'm just waiting there. And it's just like, oh, man, it is a lot of time investment. I have Bro, huge respect I, to anyone who, who can do it and make it happen. I know, man. I, I know uh, there was one time where um, because I was going to a comedy school and I want to say half the class had to go to do an open mic at this comedy club. And uh, there was like already a huge lineup of, you know, people who already wanted to come there and do open mic. So now you have the regulars who come there, plus the students that are doing open mic. And it was, it was a, you know, a crazy experience because it's just like, you know, we had been practicing and we knew what jokes we wanted to do, but then you see some people that just go up on stage and it's like, they're drunk. They're just cussing up a storm. It's just like, yo, can we get this guy mm -hmm. off stage? It's like, they're not doing anything funny. And, you know, you just, you know, it's, it's cool learning, uh, you know, how comedy works and like mm -hmm. how uh, when you go up there on stage, you have to know your cues and everything. You have to know what you're going to say. Um, and I know that sometimes like people, they would get on some comedians because some comedians would go on stage with like their books. So that way that they could read their jokes and stuff like that. And I always feel like when you go on stage, it's just like, it's best to, you know, just know all your material and everything. So that way that you can keep on shooting from the hip. It's just like, if you were cutting a promo in the ring, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to be standing in front of a live crowd of people and then be like, yeah, so I'm going to beat this guy up tonight. <laughs> and, uh, and then after that, then you put the book down. Uh, after that, I'm going to be the champion. It's just like, who's going to believe you? Bro, you, know you don't want to be up there looking like cannabis in a battle rap reading, reading your rhyme book. You know what I mean? It's embarrassing. Oh, no yeah, good. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, like stand-up comedy, it was fun. I mean, just like you, I did it for a little bit, but uh, it, it is something that, uh, you know, if it's something you really want to invest in, you have to give it your all, just like with wrestling, just like with voice acting, with anything. You know, mm -hmm. if, if it's something that you seriously want to do, you have to give it your all. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's real tough. And again, I, I respect anyone who can, who can, find it in themselves to make it happen because that takes so much patience, so much grinding, so much like, it's like, Hey man, like, great. You, you did this joke. Now, now go to 10 other like open mics and do it again, mm -hmm. but change up the joke a little bit each time to like find what's funniest, find what, mm -hmm. what lands. And like the, the amount of work that goes in that, like, essentially it's like you, you, you'll, you can write for hours to get like, like, you know, write for hours to get, you know, 20 minutes of jokes. Yep. And then you just cut, 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 distill, distill, distill. And you're like, great. I have a real strong 20 seconds now. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing it. And you just do it. And you're like, all right, I got five minutes. Now what do I do? Get 10 yeah. minutes. Now yeah. that you have 10 minutes, get 20. Now that you have 20, get 30, 30 to, to an hour and then do it again. <laughs> like it is so much work. And I have so much respect for, for people who can, who can like, keep themselves motivated and disciplined through that grind 
because that's that's tough. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's me, your boy, Benjamin Banks, and I am talking about our sponsor, Duan O'Neill, who is dropping his new book, Dear Dominic, which you can get off of Amazon, where he pretty much plants a roadmap for his son, Dominic, and tells him how to get through the country as a minority. Make sure that you check his book out and go to Amazon and pick it up. Well, then that that kind of interests me a little bit, too. So like and not that it truly, truly matters because it's it's your life at the end of the day. But, you know, you talk about growing up and having this strict household where, you know, Monday through Friday, you ain't doing nothing but studying and we'll let you live a little bit on the weekend. But, you know, it's a tight it's a it's a short leash. What do they think now? You know, like you grow up, you graduate, you go to college, and then you start doing stand up comedy and uh. <laughs> getting into voice acting and it's, I'm sure it's not what they envisioned. So it's like, how do you go from that strict kid who couldn't watch TV on the weekdays to being on, being on a stage, man. Uh, so they chilled out the second I left ha- the house, my sister, who was four years younger than me. So yeah, I graduated happens. and she, she got into high school and like, it was, she was just like, yeah, I'm going to do whatever I want. And my parents were like, <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Go for uh-huh. it. <laughs> So they really chilled out. They really chilled out. And so like, uh, like my parents, when I was like, Hey, I don't know if I want to be a psychologist. I think I want to get into kind of acting and stuff. Uh, my, my parents were like, you know what? That's a little disappointing, but also like we did kind of guess that you weren't patient enough to be a psychiatrist. And I was like, if you knew that, then why, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> like, why didn't you <laughs> let me know? <laughs> I wanted you to find out on your own. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. but, uh, yeah, I mean, they've been very supportive. They, um, like thinking about like how strict they were when I was younger. And now I'm like, who are you people? This is completely different. <laughs> that's, that's how it is, man. Yeah. But they're, they're very supportive. I like to, I like to joke around and say they're not like, I like uh-huh. to joke around that. Like my parents w- used to say, I can be anything I want. I can be any kind of doctor I wanted to be. And like, uh, but like <laughs> that's, they're very supportive. Right. Mm-hmm. So. It's like that meme where it's like, uh, how my parents were when I was younger and it's DMX with the, uh, the pit bulls and everything. Uh-huh. And it's like how my parents are with my kids and it's DMX with the pigeons. Like, yeah, that's, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it is, man. So um, Alex, I wanted to ask you, you know, when you're not voice acting and you know, you're just living a normal life, like what are some of your hobbies that you're into? Um, so, you know, standard playing video games whenever I can. Um, I got super into table tennis. Nice. nice. Yeah. Like that ping pong uh, life. And, and see, that's the thing is that like, here's the difference that, uh, that you can, you can piss off anyone who is right. super into that world is like ping pong is recreation. Right. Table tennis is the sport. <laughs> <laughs> and people get real, real, real. Hey, yeah, yeah. You a ping pong player, but you ain't no table tennis player. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm, I'm very much at like, the uh, ping pong stage. I, uh-huh. I like playing it a lot. Like I actually like my, my day job used to have a ping pong table there. And like, nice. I would be there like every lunch. What is, after hold on, what is this day? Let's not breeze past. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Would you work at Google? Like they yep. got a whole rec from it was a, it was a tech company. Uh-huh. I used to work for a course, all you, that's all man. you can say. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to say what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I, I, I play a ton. That's actually how I kind of got back into it. Um, uh-huh. I, in in high school, uh, I did like my parents did buy a ping pong table, but uh, my dad is like uh, like seventy something. Like they they had they had me and my sister when they were old old. 
So like uh, my dad was how like gracious of you late fifties. <laughs> yeah. They were, my dad was like late fifties and he got a ping pong table and like, he'd play for five minutes and be like, all right, I'm tired. We're done. <laughs> like, oh, okay, man, that's fine. Well, it was funny in school. You would see everybody had at least one kid in class with an old dad. Like mm-hmm. I remember yep. in middle school, this kid named Marlon, his uh-huh. dad was old as hell, dude. And like, you'd be like, is that your grandpa? Like, no, nah, Dude, for real, I thought it was his grandpa. Bro, yeah. But he was like, no, it's my dad. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he's like 20 years older than my dad. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, hey, that's, I, how, that's how it happens sometimes. That's how it older. Hey, yeah. yeah. Still shooting from the hip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How it goes. Oh, table tennis style. Hey. <laughs> yeah, whenever I think about table tennis, I always think about Forrest Gump. Yeah. Like, dude, I the- love. I'm going to say ping pong because your boy definitely ain't no table tennis player. <laughs> but I love air hockey was cool, but I was always more, you know, when you get the the table and you could play ping pong or air hockey. Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. it also turned into a pool table. Yeah. 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 Um, or a basketball hoop or something. Those like five and one, three and one stuff. Yeah. But I remember I, those. I love playing the ping pongs. Yeah. Bro. Mm-hmm. Ping pong is, is, is my jam. I even have a ping pong table in the house here. Nice. Damn right. So, uh, but uh, other other than that, uh, improv is actually going to be like the second most thing that takes up like most of my time. Uh, pre pre pandemic, I was doing like four to five shows a week. Nice. Uh, like, yeah, like paying shows to uh, like because my improv trip we opened a theater up in McKinney, kind of uh, like not too far away from where I live. So I would just be doing shows constantly. And like, yeah, I mean, I love improv. That's, that's really the thing that like got me into acting really like that. That was the first thing that the, the first aspect of it that was like, like it sunk, it, it's hooks into me. And I was, I was just done. Yeah, is that the first thing you think you were like truly passionate about? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, so essentially when I first, like, you know, when I was first, like, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to start being in doing acting classes at UF. Right. Uh, one of the first classes I took was intro to like improv 101. And like, that was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is it. This is, this is something that I really love doing. And this is part of the performance that I really love. So now something I was just thinking of, because like you say, you love improv and, it was something that you were doing all the time. I don't know if you know of the show uh, Wild and Out, the Nick Cannon show. Yes, I've seen I've seen some clips of it, but I have not. I don't watch it regularly. I, now, I haven't seen it, a lot of it. A lot of the, you know, pretty much the basis of the show is improv. Yeah. And I just wanted to know, like, uh, because it is a big show. Is that something that, uh, you know, like people who do improv, like, is there like a, is there like, What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Is there like something that you shoot for? Like, hey, I want to improv here. It's like, I've heard about this. Like, like I said, with Wild and Out, for example, it's just like, that's a really big improv show. So is that something that you would ever, you know, try to, you know, audition for or something like that? Um, Man, I, like, I, I'd love to, but uh, improv is really hard to make money in, man. Like improv, uh, basically like w- Wild and Out, um, TJ and Dave, in, which is a show in Chicago, Mm-hmm. Uh, like whose line is it anyway? Yeah, like those are like the three major commercial successes of that improv is going to get. And like I've heard people even say like, "Hey, the only people who get paid in improv are theater owners and teachers." Oh, you and also like, got the uh, Impractical Jokers who got their improv. Yeah, impra- Yeah, show. 
yeah. that they try what uh can't remember the name of their improv show that they do the they travel with but oh i didn't i, I should check them out yeah yeah the, uh, they have an actual name for their group but yeah pretty much uh they go on tour and every show's different you know like they have like a certain checklist of things they want to hit as far yeah. as video packages and stuff go but mm-hmm. it really depends on the crowd exactly where they're going to go based on people's answers yeah. or what they're going to do and it's, it's a really fun time when you like you get that interaction yeah like uh, a show that's uh, never seen before, never to be seen again. Yeah, like, exactly. that's, that's that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what really like, you know, gets me excited about stuff. Um, yeah, but like, it's tough to make money in improv, man. And like schools will make a lot of money because people are funneling into them and putting money into it. Right. And it's like, sometimes men, they're unsustainable. Um, but like, you know, in terms of like improv goals, like performing at like a main stage troupe for like, ucb or groundlings like there's some huge schools that like that uh people talk about like you know uh in la and new york and chicago that um that like they're great they're awesome schools run by funny people they they pump out really funny people a lot of like almost everyone on snl you know has a background from groundlings or ucb and uh and that's just like that'd be cool that'd be awesome if i could do that but like really uh I've made the mistake of stretching myself out too thin before. So a lot of my focus is like, I'm trying to focus on voiceover right now and let, let improv kind of be my hobby. Let it kind of still be something that I love to do without trying to pursue like that, like with like, I got to make money off of it. Well, if anything, it's just improving your skill set. Yeah, no, it's definitely helpful. Um, Like I said, with wallet and stuff, that's like, most people who start ADR will be thrown into Walla here in, here in Texas. And like some people find it intimidating. And if you can take that and find and like thrive in it, then that's a, that's a great start to be like, Hey, this guy's great in Walla. This guy like has a good time, does things right. You know, helps out, helps other people, makes them feel comfortable. It's, it's, it's awesome. You know? Nice, nice, nice. Now uh, I wanted to ask you a question because I saw on Twitter you have retweeted a tweet from Outcast, and Outcast is one of my favorite groups of all time. And I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite Outcast song? Uh, this is it's going to be really, really basic, <laughs> but uh, I I had Hey Ya uh, like on repeat like for about six months after the first time I heard it. <laughs> hey, it's it's a good song. Hey, yeah, Shake It Like a Polaroid Picture was hot for a long yeah. time, yeah. dude. That's mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. And what's crazy about that song is like that was a song that you heard on, you know, radio. several several Everywhere. different radio stations. It just wasn't coming on the hip hop station; it was coming on pop. Yeah, uh, you know, the alternative stations, all that stuff. Like it, it I want to say like like Outkast is like they have so many hit songs, but Hey Y'all is probably one of their biggest songs of all time, and it's something yeah. that you still here to this day mm-hmm. um for me it would be roses what about you Trav? oh roses is good oh man i can't pick just one dude um as a kid probably miss jackson but that whole entire that album Stanconia album is just absolute fire to me yeah but that is I correct mean, i mean so fresh so clean too mm-hmm. i mean and this is not an actual outcast song it's a uh, bun b it's a um UGK song. Oh yeah, that's a really good song. But yeah, international, uh, international players international, anthem. Is it? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
is Outcast is they did a good job anyway, staying consistent, and they consistently got better too, which I yeah, thought absolutely. was cool. Watching their like listen, like go and listen to their old stuff and, and just through the, the decades, it's so fun. Yeah, Outcast, they're one of those groups too where it's they leveled like, up. They they did level up <laughs> and they they didn't stay around like they got out when they knew it was the right time to get out. It's like mm-hmm. they reached they reached their limit, and it's just like now that they haven't really put out anything in in so many years. It's well, just like on. you know, maybe not Outcast, but yeah, I mean, like they've done like they've done stuff separately, but I'm talking about like Outcast as a group. Like they haven't done anything since Idlewild. I believe that was the last album that, was the that last they did, album. Yep. and that was like what 2006, I believe. A little bit later, 0607. I, I remember we were still in, high, was in school. high school, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, I mean, like, I would love for them to drop a new album, and I'm pretty sure when they drop that album, every song is going to be fire and they're going to win some Grammys like they did when they dropped their last album. Not out of while, they didn't really win any Grammys, yeah, but honestly, uh, to me, that's probably the my least favorite outcast album. Oh, for sure, yeah. Video, well, so. I mean, when you think about it, like that was more for the movie, you know what I'm saying? Right, so yeah, yeah. They had a couple of hits up there, but yeah, but it wasn't one of those albums. Like when I listen to an outcast album, it's like I listen to every song and it goes hard. But with Idlewild, it was like, yes, this is this is all right, that's all right, but you know, it's hit or miss though. They had like three good songs with there, then yeah. move on, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so Alex, um, I have one last question for you. And then guys, if you have any other questions that you can, uh, you can ask them as well. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to ask you, um, to anybody who wants to get into voice acting, uh, what is some advice that you would give to our listeners and our viewers? Oh, man. Um, so, uh, first of all, um, if you, you know, if you're coming at it from like zero, uh, read I want to be a voice actor.com first. That's, that's the first thing to do. It's a website uh, made by D Bradley Baker. He's a, um, he's a fantastic voice actor. He's in LA. He's done a ton of stuff. He's all over the place. I think like the most mainstream like thing that people like immediately might recognize a character of his is uh, Klaus from American dad, the fish. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it goes over a lot of really basic stuff. So I would read that. Um, then I mean the really the first thing is like taking acting class, man. Like it feels it feels so generic, like right, kind of right. responding that way. Oh, so there's a reason why everybody says it though. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and the thing is, is that like for the most part, if you take a voice acting class at the at the start of your career, you're wasting money. Um, mm-hmm. like like because a lot of times it's either going to be highly specific voiceover stuff that you're not at a point that you can you can really understand it or like really use it um or it's uh an acting class that the person decided to add for voiceover and charge an extra 200 bucks right you know like like that it's it's because it's a really hot thing right now and people like will just for voiceover and like i mean like and so like you know i think that like getting into that also uh improv like i'm just gonna show improv again but uh that's also really important too because especially with voiceover uh, that is a skill that will come up a hunt, like everywhere, even in commercial. In commercial, they'll be like, "Hey, that was great. I need you to say that three more times in three different ways." Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna call it a, an ABC or triple, um, right. and but that's a super common thing where they just say, "Give it to us three times," and like if you give it to them three times in the exact same way, they're gonna be like, "Okay, okay, you know, 
probably not going to hire you again. <laughs> yeah. And so like basically being able to on the fly, just make a decision and say, and just, um, and just go with it um, and commit to it. Also, um, <laughs> this is also like, I'm just thinking about stuff that like, like don't, don't listen to people who are like USB mic suck. <laughs> like uh, they're fine. Like you're going to get to a point where it will be a limiting factor, but guaranteed you're going to get to a point where your room is, is more of a limiter than the microphone. Yep. It's, it's, you know, you're going to get to a point where like, 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 you know, Hey, this is great. Um, but we can't use your setup. You can go to a studio and do it. Like you don't need to invest in drop hundreds of dollars for like an XLR and then an interface too. Like there's some really good one, good budget options, but you know, it's the difference between like a hundred bucks into something you may not hundred percent know you want to do versus 300, 400 bucks into it. Absolutely. You know? And so like, that's definitely something that I see a lot of people put the cart before the horse. Also, um, <laughs> I mean, Travs, cause you're, you're an engineer. So like, you know, this for, for, for sure is like so people focus on the, the interface and the mic all the, all day. Mm-hmm. And then they don't even think about the, the booth, right, the, yeah. the, like bass traps. They don't think about panels. They don't think about any of that. So it's like, hey, like, great. That, that Neumann can pick up every single bit of your air conditioner. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, and all the, all the bumps and stuff you, you, you have in there. And like, um, so I think just don't focus on the, on the, the, the equipment as much. Uh, like a, a solid USB mic can keep, can keep you afloat for a while. Absolutely. And um, I think that's it, really. That's off the top nice. of like, all I have in, in my head right now. Hey, but that's some really solid hey, advice, man. Damn yeah. right. That's what I was going to say. Especially like you just said, just putting the cart before the horse. I mean, until and this goes for it doesn't matter if you're voice acting. If you're doing anything involving record, recording, whether that's music, um, spoken word, whatever, make sure it's something you want to do before you go out and pay $900 for a microphone, $1,400 for an interface, then you got to get, you know, some sort of treatment for your room. So your voice ain't bouncing all over the walls and stuff. So yeah, you got to make sure this is really what you want to do. Oh, you just reminded me the last thing. Uh, A lot of advice I hear is pointed at to be a professional Mm -hmm. and it's fair. It's, it's totally fair, but also I feel like a lot of people don't, think about or, or, or consider the person who says, I just want to do it for fun. Right. And, and, and that's something that's important too, that a lot of times people will be like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that. And it's because it's like, oh, if you want to do it professionally, if you want to try to make it your career, don't do this, don't do that. Like, for example, like a demo reel, like a self-produced demo reel, or like a, a USB microphone, or a like, just like, you know, a, a fan dub or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, from a professional standpoint, yeah, if you want to have the most professional sound and like kind of position yourself in a way that like, hey, nothing's going to come back and bite me from my past, sure. But if you're just in it for fun and you're just like, hey, I want something to do, this seems really cool, I want to find a way to express myself, I want to do this, go for it, just do it. Yeah. Like, you know, that's- You never know where it's going to lead you. Yeah, and if, right. yeah, and if you find that you're like, Oh, hey, you know what? I actually love doing this. Then that's great. Then you can then you can then say like, all right, great. I'm gonna go ahead and take my my uh, self made demo and be like, I'm not gonna send this to anybody, but I'm going to make my own now. I'm gonna or I'm gonna get one made now. I'm gonna mm-hmm. like kind of go the more professional route 
And that's not a problem. You know, like you can have fun with it. And like, if you're not having fun with it, then uh, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's always right. the case. You always have to do what works for you and you have to have fun with it. I mean, because you can get advice from, you know, anybody. And I feel like, uh, cause it's kind of like with wrestling, it's just like, you know, you take, you take, you listen to all of the advice that you're giving and then you take bits and pieces from the advice that, that you've been given. Like you don't take every single thing because it's like, you might take, you know, everything that uh, somebody gives you and it doesn't work for you at all. You know what I'm saying? So you have to do what works for you. And like you say, you just have to have fun with it. Yeah. Sorry. I, I just keep rem- thinking of more stuff. This is the last thing I swear. I swear. This is the last thing. If you do want to do voiceover professionally, and that's like, you're like, I'm dead set on that. Um, you got to avoid one big trap, which is uh, falling into like, uh, depending on others to, do, to, to motivate you. Uh, if you want to do this professionally, motivation is not what you're looking for. Discipline is what you're looking for. Um, you know, if you're, whether you're at, you know, you're doing school or work, uh, you're, you're not motivated to go to, like most people aren't motivated to go to right. work. Most people aren't motivated to go to school. You do it because it's part of, it's, you're disciplined. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so if you want to do it voiceover, I see, it, I see this trap a lot. Some people will join a community and be like, oh, does anyone want to practice with me? Yeah. And, and if no one wants to practice with them, they don't practice. And it's like, no, you can't let your motivation mm. be the guide. You have to, That's right. it has to be disciplined. Well, look, that's the difference between the greats and, you yeah, know, anything, uh, other you people. Know? And literally, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, sports. Exactly. Hey, yeah. Tom Brady didn't become Tom Brady because he was in the backyard yeah, right. running somebody to throw yeah. a football around with him. Exactly. He was throwing the football by himself. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I right. 100% agree with you on that because I know, um, you know, when I had started my weight loss journey, I used to, you know, depend. And you hear this from a lot of people. It's just like, I don't want to go work out at the gym by myself. I want to work out with other people. And then it's just like, when those people don't work out, then you're just like, okay, well, I'm not going to work out. I'll just wait for them. But by doing that, it's just like, you're not focusing on yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, like you said, you have to have discipline. You, you have to be your biggest motivation. Mm-hmm. You can't rely on other people because at the end of the day, it's like, it's your life. You want to get healthier or you want to get stronger. You want to get faster. You can't rely on other people. So I 100% agree with you on that, Alex. Yeah. My, hey, my, our boy Alex over here dropping facts, dropping, <laughs> dropping knowledge. knowledge. That's uh-huh. right. Hey, shout out to mom and dad, man. Look at your boy <laughs> right. now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Psych- psychology, what? My man. <laughs> but look, man, before uh, my boy D here asks his infamous question, I got I to gotta address something. Uh, we got to talk about this amazing Christmas T-shirt that, uh. you're, we- that you're wearing in the middle of May. At the beginning uh, of May. So here's here's the bad thing. Um, well, first, can we see the whole shirt? Oh yeah. So it is a Funhouse T-shirt. They're a comedy YouTube channel that I really like. They're very funny people, um, and they also do a ton of improv. So it's it's like you know really really checks all the boxes for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the bad thing is that. Um, because of the pandemic, we're all staying inside for the most yeah. part. So like I leave my house once a month, maybe for groceries. And so this is a shirt that I was on my floor and I threw on. <laughs> so it's hey, that's how I be hey, sometimes. Well, I'm, not, I'm not complaining about it. You know what I mean? With uh, your boy enjoys some Christmas, you know what I mean? Yeah. But 
you know, of course, I got to address it. We got to talk <laughs> about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. It's a, it's a, it's a comfy, it's a comfy shirt. So hey, that's. Hey, you getting the thumbs up from, from us as well. <laughs> hey, take Appreciate that it. with you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Only use it when you need to. Okay. Okay. I am a serial thumbs upper, which is a problem. Hell so yeah. I might use well, it. I just gave you a spare. Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Uh-huh. Hook them up, D. Hook Put them it in up. the back pocket. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Hey, that's that, hey, that's that minigun thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, hey, he hit you with a couple out the there. Call the combo break. Oh, Lord. Right. Hey, yeah. mm-hmm. what's up? I just got to acknowledge something. We went through, this is the first time we've been through an episode with no piggybacks in a or very long pick. time. Mm, no, no piggybacks. piggybacks. Did we get a trophy for that? The upper right, know, left. I don't corner? know what we get. I'm actually kind of sad about it. If it's I'm a, being it's quite an achievement. Oh, well, let me piggyback off with Travis. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> I got nothing. No, but um, Alex, before we let you go, I wanted to ask. Not sure if you do or not. It's cool if you don't. But do you have a favorite horror movie? Like growing Ooh. up or now, more so for you? Favorite anything that or horror. anything that creeps you out? Anything. Oh man. Okay, so. Uh, shout out to my, to my most, the, the, like some of the biggest trauma in my life. Uh, <laughs> Kill the class uh, from outer space. I, uh, no, I wish it was that. Cause that's a, that's a funny, funny movie. Actually. Yeah, it is. It, it, it hasn't aged well, so I, I can handle it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm very bad with horror in general. And mm-hmm. I attribute it because when I was like six or seven, uh, I went to go, uh, my parents took me to China. Uh, mm. for my grandfather's like birthday party and um like six or seven years old uh i watched a big part of the ring but in mm. chinese mm-hmm. right. yeah. so ringo yeah um mm-hmm. and so i in addition to it being way too scary for me i didn't understand what was going on <laughs> and that's pretty so, young to be watching that yeah, it messed That's, me up pretty bad, man. It's pretty crazy. Uh, if, if, We're just uh, over here laughing at your trauma. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> laughing. I mean, would never to laugh. this day, like, if, like, one way that you can absolutely mess with me is if, like, a TV turns, like, if I'm in my room and a TV, like, turns on, mm-hmm. it hasn't happened, like, but maybe, like, once uh-huh. by accident or some, some crazy thing. I'll keep it in mind. I, my heart rate spikes and I'm like instantly like, I'm going to throw myself out the window mode. And yeah, that's, that's pretty creepy. Actually. That's <laughs> how I am with water bugs. So I'm that's just, how you uh, are with everything. This guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy. So, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks no for problem. sharing that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, Alex, thank you for joining us up here on leveling up with Benjamin Banks, man. It's been a fun ride. We appreciate you coming up here and uh, I appreciate you opening up the message when I slid in your DMS. Oh, mm-hmm. thanks for having me, man. No problem. You're welcome. So before we let you go, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at. Uh, you can find me um, on Twitter at um, MyManAlex, M-A-I-M-A-N-A-L-E-X, uh, or on my website at uh, AlexMyVoice.com. Awesome. Awesome. You heard it. You know where to find the man at. That's right. And, uh, oh, yeah. Make sure you check out some of his stuff. Uh, hey, uh, before I let you go, do you have any uh, stand-up comedy or improv stuff that uh, we can see you on twitter or youtube or anything like that so uh no i don't have any stand-up online um if you're in the dfw area and or like you know you want to go up to mckinney um and you can go to the comedy arena and uh i haven't been in a bit because with the pandemic i'm trying to be safer but like 
uh, when the pandemic's over, I'll I'll definitely be going back to doing improv. So hey, we'll meet you catch you me doing weekly shows. Hey, oh, yeah. Nice name drop. Hey, I'll show up with the TV on stage. Come crawling out. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. With a tomorrow. <laughs> Gonna have hey, my little like, mini guns. You know, you know, like when you're uh, when you go to an improv show and it's just like, all right, give us a topic, and somebody's yeah, yeah. gonna be like, a TV. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna know? Oh no, oh, no. Oh. Leveling up, Stenchy. <laughs> yeah, man, Alex, super cool, man. I really wish Hell that yeah. he had some of his <laughs> improv and his comedy somewhere out there in social media land, so that way we, we can watch it. Because I mean, like from having him on the episode, he's a funny guy. Know what I'm saying? So that's right. It would be, be cool to, you know, just see some more of his stuff. And uh we already know that when October runs around, what comes around that is runs around. Uh, it runs you know, around. Like that. Runs around. <laughs> that, that runs around like yeah, what, no, you're thinking of Justin Timberlake, what goes around comes Oh back, yeah, there we go. Hey, that, uh, that was uh, pretty sweet too. Uh-huh. Goes around, comes around. Yeah. But hey, it comes around. When it hey, comes around, what's up, to do, Banks? We're gonna show up at Alex's house. It's like that. <laughs> when train. it runs around, it's gonna it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a TV on the porch. He's gonna be like, well, what's going now, on? It's just gonna turn on. Now by, the, now by the time this airs, it's gonna be hella dated. But your boy just found some news that that Uh-oh. came out while we, while we was recording. And what's that? <laughs> and that is the fact that Wells and Cisco is leaving the Flash. They will not be returning. What I mean, well, Harrison Wells is already gone, but we Cisco's know for a fact big. he's not coming back this time. Cisco, but Cisco, Cisco is not coming back, so hey, look for him stop. to be written off this season. Well, I and know that okay. the, the new the new episode like is coming on tonight, even though, like you said, it's gonna be dated. But, uh, that's to me, you was all right, but Banks, he's still watching it. Hey, like, you know what it is? I'm telling you, I think they just feel like that. I think they've seen the show decline. And they yeah, said, it used you know to be what? really good. And yeah, it did. Uh, Christopher Lambert is the name of the original Raiden, right? Christopher Lambert? Yeah, yes. he's on Black Lander. Yeah. Okay. It's like when he got the script for Annihilation. He said, oh, hell no. I'm not going yeah, back. Most of them didn't come back. They had bro. to get a new Raiden. Touch me. Uh-huh. Um, that's how this was, man. Shit, they got a new everybody, damn there. Uh, no, hey. I mean, Luke Kane came back. Luke Kane and Katana. Katana. They, yeah, but, the they, yeah. they got a new yeah. Sonya. They got but a new Johnny Cage. Hey, new Sonya said, hey, I'm about to do this movie with Adam Sandler called Happy Gilmore. Uh, hey. I don't need this no more. That's right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, she, Billy Madison. The, Billy Madison. Yeah, Billy Madison. Yep, she was, a, yeah, she was in that. But yeah, man, I mean, like, that's, that's what happens sometimes. I mean, it's like some of these shows, like uh, his name, I know his first name is Dominic. And uh, Toretto, I think, no, no, I think his last name is per, Pernell or Pervell. He played on Prison Break, but anyway, oh, he's yeah, on, yeah, he, he posted he's, a tweet, he, yeah, he's on Legends of Tomorrow, and yeah, he's he said that he was done, yeah, Heat Wave, yeah, he plays Heat Wave on Legends yeah, of Tomorrow. Gone. So, yep, I know I mean, about some, that one. Some, sometimes, man, it's like you know, gotta get off. You got to get off, man, because it's, like, it's not fun anymore. Hey, and, no, hey, and, it, and it goes back to what Alex said on this episode. It's just like, if you're not having fun with it, then... That's right. Why are you doing it? Why are and you it's doing like, it? too, you got to imagine being on set and being in character. And, like, you're living the decline. You know, that's got to be hard, bro. It's either you leave... Hey, or on you... this episode, uh, Barry's going <laughs> to... That's right. Hey, it's you either end up leaving or yeah. you end up looking like... Hey. Harrison Ford, just hey. miserable and everything that just you Just remember what they say, guys. Either you uh 
You die a die hero, hero, you live, oh, you live, live long, long enough, enough to become see a villain. Uh, that's uh-huh. right. See yourself become the villain. Mm-hmm. And that's uh-huh. how it is. Hey. They, they choose to get out. And something else that I forgot to mention on the episode is that um, when we were talking about like air hockey and ping pong and stuff, mm-hmm. I wanted to mention that how good I am at air hockey. That, that, <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention how good you were at air hockey because back oh. in the day when we were in high school, D was the king of the air hockey table. Like he was, he would kill everybody. What air hockey table? Uh, when like, we would go out to the Jillian's? arcade. Was it Jillian? No, no not Jillian. Flipper, Flipper, Flipper McCoy. Flipper McCoy. What a throwback. Hey, hey, Trav. Hey, back in the day, that was our that was our uh, Friday night spot. We yeah, if we, if we were like a little bike a biker gang, that would have been our Look, I we went to the skate we was room. always there. We went to the skate room. Well, I don't know how to skate. So I was looking. I, I was looking like Ti. Up oh, in ATL when they all meet up at the hey, okay. doing, doing the dance and everything. <laughs> yeah. what, what was uh, his girlfriend's name in that movie? Bro, it's been a long time since I know I Lauren did. London. Yeah. She she played. Yeah, her. Lauren London. Woo! I, 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 I can't remain I can't remember her name. But anyway, thank you everybody for listening to our episode. Mm-hmm. I know we kind of snowballed here and that's what we do. Which we usually we right. usually don't snowball in there. Hey, and we was piggyback free this episode. Yeah, hey, we that's had to right. do some piggybacking. We uh, need to piggyback back free shirts so uh hey with that being said thank you everybody for listening to this brand new episode and d let everybody in social media land know where they can find you that's gonna be rebellious double underscore d23 at instagram.com thanks for leveling up everybody who listens trav oh bro you hit him with that bruce lee one one inch punch Uh right there (laughs) fire and of course since you already on the instagram following my boy rebellious you can also follow your boy at zk audio and then oh okay he, he telling him for me and then you head on over to the twitter and you follow me at t-r-a-v-i-o-s-z-k and if they are in need of a hero sir where can they find one at if you are in need of a hero you can call me your hero benjamin banks I'm not going to give out my phone number, but you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KingBenji underscore Banks. And you can look me up on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Make sure that you follow our YouTube at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, where we have video interviews, reviews, uh, the video interview for this episode will be up on YouTube the same week that this episode comes out. So if uh, <laughs> you, so, if you don't want to watch the, if you don't want to watch it, or if you don't want to listen, like you can choose what you want to do, or you can um, do both, or you can do both. Yeah, support Why us. Can't Make they sure do you subscribe. Both? Make sure you subscribe. Uh, you know, thank you to our patrons who uh, donate to us and whatnot. We really appreciate you supporting us because it helps pay the bills and keeps the lights on around here. But if you would love to donate to us, it is at Leveling Up Banks. And make sure that you follow all of our social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for listening to this new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Like I always say, keep that pinky up, stay positive, And uh, if you're ever feeling down, make sure that you reach out to your friends and uh, let them know that uh, you're not doing so well. See you next time up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace. <laughs>